with another one how y'all doing today i'm justin i'm Deshaun. and as always we are here to give you the latest sports updates debates and news 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 <laughs> i'm in a silly mood man yeah, i don't know man. why it's a good day it's a it's a great day man <laughs> it's a funny day it really is it's a funny day man eagles gotta win i know you're happy yeah, man, it's it's so nice to be on top of the division. I mean, it's 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 great. It really is. It's, it, you mean I just I just want you to understand that you know being on top of the division is is just a great feeling. I had Victory Monday on Monday. I just had a great day. Round of applause for getting your first victory. Turn up. Let's get it. Turn up. Let's get it. Yeah, I remember those days when I got my first win. You know. Yeah, man. About four weeks ago. It's okay. I remember I remember those days. Yeah. You know who has not got their first <laughs> win yet? <laughs> There's a few teams. There's really a few teams that have not got their first win. But this guy right here, he takes the cake, man. <laughs> Roll it. Yeah, hey, Matt. This is uh, your 14th loss in the last 16 games. Why should people still believe that you're the right coach to turn this around? Um, you know, I mean, obviously, Mike, that's a, you know, hard question. Obviously, we just lost to the Saints. You know, I mean, I, let's just give them credit for this game. They played extremely well, and uh, I know we got a lot of work to do. Um, certainly, I think when I came to Detroit, there was a lot of work to do, and that's what we're trying to do. Um, but, uh, you know, talking about this year right now, we're talking about right now, uh, you know, these first four games, and, and obviously today wasn't good enough. I think after four games, you know, our team can really take a look at itself and say, okay, hey, how do we need to play the games? What do we got to do? We've got some work to do during the bye week here, I think, which will be good for us to really take a look at how do we need to play going forward. And I think that's probably the most important thing from that standpoint is what do we do going forward um, and, and how do we win? Excuse my language, but what? Who? Yeah. <laughs> what is he talking about? Seriously. This dude. Defend uh, him. <laughs> defend him? <laughs> defend him? How do, you, how do you even defend that? I'm going to break this down. One, that pencil has been in his ear for three years, and I know their playbook is laminated. He's not writing on anything on the sidelines. Get that pencil out of your ear. <laughs> okay. Two. You stink, okay? The Lions are horrible. They gave up five straight touchdown drives. Not one, not two, not three, not even four. Five, fam. Five. He's a defensive-minded head coach. Where? And they, <laughs> Where? And they had one of the worst defenses in the league. <laughs> Yo, in all seriousness, he said when he got here that they had a lot of work to do. That. Am I bugging? Nah, I mean, did Jim Caldwell have it that bad? Jim Caldwell had nine and seven. It was his worst year. What is he talking yeah, about? I have no idea what this man is talking about. He later went on to say, "You know, new year, new players. Water's wet, fam." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what, what? what are you talking about? What are you saying? 
Yeah, I don't I don't know what what he's talking about, and I know he's been getting killed since he's been saying that. Like, I don't understand what his what his read was. Like, why would you? What are you saying? What are you getting at at that point in time? And all even the players, even the players going at him. Like, what are you talking about? I don't even think he knows what he's saying at this point. And honestly, there's no reason for the Lions collapses no. over the past four weeks. And they the, jumped out to a 14 point lead, 14 0. They were up 14 Within the first five minutes, exactly. Early, they were working the Saints early, early, and then. Matt Patricia happened and you know they lost so yeah another thing is like right before the season the owner of the Lions came out and said in the public if they do not have a winning season this year that the general manager and him are getting fired cleaning house yeah they're getting them out of here I like it yeah get them out of here get them out of here now what are we waiting on Bill O'Brien's not here (laughs) yeah yeah Bill O'Brien's not here. They, Yo, got, they Dan, got Bill up out of here. Dan Quinn. Oh, he's not. <laughs> Dan Quinn. I just want to relay that message to you. You're next. Yeah, he is next. You are next. They asked him that in the interview, and Bill's like, Yeah, I knew when I lost to the Vikings that uh <laughs> <laughs> defeated. I, I, I knew when I lost to the Vikings that this this was a possibility. And I know it's bad because you never want to call for somebody's job. But yeah. what was you doing? Like, look, look at your offseason. Look at your offseason. Y'all spent the most money. One, got rid of the best receiver, arguably one of the best receivers in the league, which is Watson's favorite target. For, for a Happy Meal. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, how's that working out? David Johnson, eh? Is that, right. Big, big, big pickup. Man, woo. Woo. <laughs> We are really going to turn up. Juggernaut. <laughs> Juggernaut. Juggernaut. <laughs> Yo, he can't even average over seven games per season because of health. Is that? Come on, man. Nah, Bill O'Brien had to see this coming. Literally. I he mean, had, he had to. It's funny because he's the coach and a general manager. Yeah. And kill two birds in one stone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, man. Kill two birds in one stone. Another thing is, like, you knew, you knew this was coming when Bill O'Brien. The trade for before the even before the Hopkins trade, the yep. trade for Laramie, Laramie Tunsil. Facts. Giving up all those picks, two first round picks. Miami has them both. Miami has them both. And not only that, not not only did you trade way too much for him, you didn't even extend his contract when you traded for him, which is what you need to do as a general manager. Like if you're if you're trading for a premier player and you know you're giving up all these picks and you know they're going to be a staple of your franchise when you trade for them, you want them under contract. He did not do that. He waited until the guy's last year of his deal and had to overpay for him. Now Laramie Tunsil's making a whole lot of money. Yeah, cashing out. And Texans payroll is out the roof right now. Literally, nobody else is even close. Yeah, they, they, They're on the top of the list. And they still have so much work to do as far as building their team. And that's where I want to get to. Who do you think would be the best fit for Houston right now, that job? I mean, anybody that goes in there, you have to, if you're going to hire somebody, they need to be an offensive-minded head coach, and they need to be able to really – um, help and continue grow Deshaun Watson. He needs help, man. And yeah. I think that Eric Bieniemy. Yes, it's time. My number one candidate. Um, it's time. My number one candidate. He's fine. He's fine running the offense. He's fine putting Deshaun Watson in a position to really thrive. 
and he will bring a defensive coordinator with him that will run the defense. For sure. This is not the first time that's happened in history. When Doug Peterson got hired in Philadelphia, what did he do? He hired Jim Schwartz, and Jim Schwartz runs the defense. Matt Nagy in Chicago, what did he do? Hired a defensive coordinator, and they just ran the defense. So you don't need to know both offense and defense to be a head coach. If you are an offensive-minded head coach, you hand the keys off to the defense to your D.C. and say, do what you got to do. The best coaches are the ones that stick to what they're good at. Exactly. They hone in on one skill and perfect it. Yeah. And then they bring in somebody who they trust and who they have a good you know, rapport with, and they flourish exactly. in that other position. Exactly. And that's why their teams are always on top mm-hmm. every single year. Yeah. And, yeah, Biennemi is definitely my number one candidate. Yeah. I honestly don't know... Who else would fit that job right now? Uh, Brian Dable in, uh, in um, uh, Buffalo. He would be another one. I think his skill set, the, the way he's calling offense in Buffalo, would also fit with Deshaun Watson. I think, yeah, I think what he's doing right now in Buffalo, Buffalo who's 4-0 and right now, exactly. they're looking good. And Josh Allen's growth yeah. from last year to this year alone. Year one, year two, year three, he's looking good. Is incredible. Yeah. But I think Deshaun Watson really needs somebody who can give them that offensive mentality and help spread the offense. Because one, he gets hit a lot. And two, he can't save this team by himself. No. They, can't, they can't expect him to do that every single game. And you know, whoever comes in there, whoever the general manager is coming in there, their first thing is, we need another receiver. You just traded oh, away your best your receiver. receiver. Arguably one of the best receivers exactly. in the league right now. That's going to be their number one thing. Who can we get in here that Deshaun Watson is going to be able to have a good rapport with? And this is this is a thing that is going to make them look really crazy in the media and outside in the sports world is if you're going to trade away your best player, like honestly your best player, and it's a position of weakness right now for your football team, you look really crazy right now. At least get something for them. They got a Happy Meal, four-piece nugget. Tell them Cactus Jack sent you. <laughs> All right, man. I'm done. I'm done. They stink, man. What, like, what do you want me to do? They stink. They're terrible. I'm not going to say I'm glad that he's fired, but it was his time. Oh, I mean, when you knew it was coming when it he traded away D-Hop. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was his time. Um, Adam Gase, you're oh. on the clock. He's done. You're on the you're on He's the clock. Done. I mean, I know Judd Douglas, the general manager for the Jets. I know he loves them. I know they work together in the past and things like that. But he's terrible. Adam Gase <laughs> is just terrible. He's and none of the players like him. Like that's another thing. If you're going to be a head coach, you need to have a relationship with your players. And he has been three different places, and none of the players have liked him. We seen you know what Jamal Adams did last year. Yeah, like how he wanted out of there. Yeah, <laughs> like free Jamal Adams now, free Le'Veon. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. Le'Veon's trying to get up out of there yeah, now. Now yeah. it's free Le'Veon. He did all of that to get out of Pittsburgh. At least he got his contract though. Yeah, he got his money. He's getting paid. Like, <laughs> yeah, he got his money. Yeah. So who do you think is next on that? You know, coaching carousel to be fired. Is it Gase? Is it Quinn? Oh no, it's Quinn. Or is it Patricia? Oh no, it's Quinn. Oh no, it's Quinn. I have been advocating for Quinn to leave for the last three weeks now. It is definitely Quinn. There's no way this man has a job by the end of the year. On the last podcast, I said that Dan Quinn still has his job before Doc Rivers. I'm <laughs> amazed to this day. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that one, Jan. Like I feel like he has to go. He has yeah. to, right? He and has if to. you're Arthur Blank, what are you waiting on? Like, your team is 0-4. Y'all are terrible. Like, let it go. I am literally making him catch the bus back from Wisconsin all the way to Atlanta after that game yesterday. Yeah, he's terrible. They are. They're horrible. But the thing is, like, and the thing is, he is a defensive-minded head coach. He came over from Seattle, 
run that cover three scheme. They had a couple good years under Dan Quinn, and then they've been awful ever since. And he's his defense has even been terrible. And I know they've had injuries in the secondary. I know they had injuries at linebacker, a little bit on the D-line. The offensive line has some issues. Two safeties out yesterday yeah. along with a starting corner. But you still have Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and everybody else. Todd you Gurley. got Todd Gurley this year. What are you you're, doing? You're stacked on offense. Yeah, what are you doing? You're stacked on offense. How are you not winning ball game, especially when you're up 20 points? And then you went up 21, 15 points and you were, you lost again. So you're having these big leads. You're getting out the big leads and you're still losing the game. Never recover from the Super Bowl. You wouldn't have played the game. <laughs> <laughs> never, never recover from the Super Bowl. Yeah. They haven't. Another team that's putting up big points. Dallas. Mm. That's another team that... Everybody Office is stacked. <laughs> yeah, everybody in the offseason. Oh, CD Lamb. Damn, man. Matt, Mike McCarthy. They're gonna be good. Man, first off, let me let me clear something up about my Mike, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> this man, everybody praised this man for taking a year off and studying his own weaknesses. This man got a subscription of Pro Football Focus. Like everybody else, I can do that right now. <laughs> and studied his own plays. He was a step ahead of the game. <laughs> This man got a subscription at Pro Football Focus, and everybody thinks that he's going to be some innovative guy. I could do that right now. Like, I will sign up right now while we're doing the pod <laughs> and get my subscription and approve Pro Football Focus. All right. <laughs> In all seriousness, man, Cowboys lost. Cowboys gave up 1,000. All right. <laughs> it, basically, 49, 1,000, tomato, tomato. Basically. Baker Mayfield only went 19 for 30 for 158 and two touchdowns. They had 307 <laughs> rushing yards. Dak Prescott, hold on, hold the phone. Dak Prescott, 41 of 58, 502 yards, four touchdowns. A lot of those were in garbage time, by the way. He's doing this every week. Yeah, but they've been also down by... Yeah, by 30 I'm plus. About to say, yeah. By 30 plus. He's always had to make a comeback for it to happen. So Literally. You know. And I think he's building his case to at least get paid. No, he, he should definitely get paid, but defense again... defense is poor. Terrible. Second level of defense is awful. Their defensive line is horrible. Their secondary. Who is in the secondary? I don't like Me. Xavier Woods. Me. And Xavier Woods and Tra- Trayvon Diggs, their first round pick. Great. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say me. I'm not oh, giving second up round pick. Yards. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not giving up that. Great. Many yards. I mean, that's they're just they're too inexperienced in the secondary. It's this, bad though. This, this is horrible. Their second level of the defense. I understand they got two linebackers out for multiple weeks and Sean Lee and Leighton Vanderesh. And then your defensive line. Demarcus Lawrence, you gave him all this money, and he's not even the best pass rusher on the team. No, Alden Smith, Alden yeah, Smith is no, the best pass. Alden Smith is making the most difference on that defensive line. Literally, so if you're and then Mike Nolan, let's not get started on him. That's let's really not get started on him. This this guy here, I don't even know how he became defensive coordinator. I mean, he hasn't coached since uh, he hasn't coached defense since 2014. So, <laughs> literally, this is true. Since 2014. He has not, and he he started off being an offensive coach. Cleveland had thirty one at the half. <laughs> they dropped twenty four in the second quarter. Twenty four in the second quarter again. Mayfield one hundred and fifty eight. Yeah, Baker was not great. Yards. Jarvis had the best pass of the game. Yeah, literally, literally. So, OBJ went crazy. They had nothing to do with him. Shout they, out to OBJ. They couldn't He's do spazzed. anything with that man. I honestly think that run, they just got lazy. That was horrible tackling out there. What are you doing? Most he, of them stopped. Stopped. He went 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage and still managed to run for a good 50. Put him out of their misery. Poor effort. 
poor effort. It really was. It was just poor effort by the defense. And I'm going to be the first to say this. I'm going to keep saying this. Defund the NFC East. <laughs> I am going to petition to defund the NFC East. The whole division. Throw it away. This is longer than the Eagles, you know. No, throw it away. I do not No, it's think, a terrible division. It, it's awful. I don't think that the winner of the division, albeit they're going to have like seven wins, and, and they, me, get, they get a home playoff Let game. me tell you. It's not fair to a, a, a wild card team who has 12 wins. Out of all four teams in the division, I have no clue what the Giants are doing. <laughs> I feel like they're just taking up space at this point. Like, I really don't understand what that team, what the direction of that team is. What are you doing? Look, I don't have the answers, man. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm so confused on I honestly their think, approach every summer, and I still do not understand. I know that uh, there's always the argument that, you know, this college team could compete in the NFL. And I know NFL players are different. They're grown men. College, you're still a kid. But I really feel like some college team might have a chance against the Giants. <laughs> Either Alabama or Clemson. I, or LSU. LSU might. I <laughs> really feel like Alabama would have a chance. Yeah, because I, I I genuinely just have no clue what the Giants are doing. I get confused. The past two or three off seasons, I just scratch my head every year on what their approach is every offseason. Like, what are you doing? Have no clue. <laughs> I honestly have no clue what the organization is doing. It honestly gives me a headache thinking about the entire division. Yeah. Tom Brady, man. Tampa Tom. Man, look. Tampa Tom threw that pick six. And then. Five touchdowns. It was turn- It was Terminator mode. Which he, he, turned up. he turned up. 30 of 46, 369 yards, yeah. five touchdowns, fourth quarter comeback. Tom looked good. Bucks looked good. Justin Herbert looked good. Justin Herbert looked good. Yeah. Justin Herbert did look good. I'm still, sorry, Jerry's still no, Jerry's still out. But yeah, hmm? Jerry's still out on him. But yeah, he oh good. yeah, no, the jury is still out. Yeah. But Tyrod's not getting that job. No, he, no, no. That's what. Yeah, that's so what. I mean, I was first say. off, he needs to he needs to figure out what's going on with his lung. I mean, you. The, I mean, the man got punctured lung right before the game. Literally, I mean, like, literally. Like, yeah, you, we still need to get that situation, you know, under wraps. You remember? You fixed. remember when we talked about this, and I said something ain't right about this, and then the next day the story broke. I was Wild, like, wilding. It made no sense how wilding. all of a sudden your chest hurt right before the game. It still doesn't make sense. Yeah. What were they doing? Yeah, well, I, I have no idea. It's nope. too much. Yeah, but yeah, you think the Bucks? Excuse me. You think the Bucks are a real threat right now in the NFC? I think. When they're healthy, they can be because their defense is really good. They do need to get healthy. They do yeah. still need to get healthy. Their defense when they're when they're healthy, um, on, off you know obviously the, the, all the injuries happen on offense, but their defense is pretty good. Nah, they are it's pretty good. They are and- like all three levels of the defense are really good. Um, and you know obviously you got Todd Bowles running that defense, so it's going to be good anyway. But yeah, they um they can make some noise in the NFC. I will say that. I think so. Right now, I still think. The Packers are the best team in the NFC right for now. Sure. For Aaron sure. Aaron Rodgers, this is for you, fam. And the Seahawks is next. Yeah, and the Seahawks are next. Russ, I hear you. Yeah. I know I know who you are. <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. All right. All right. We, <laughs> look, we're we not, we yeah, nah, we not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> Out of all the 4-0 teams right now, though, Seahawks, Bills, Packers, who's the most impressive? Oh, Chiefs as well, obviously. Who's yeah. the most impressive to you? Um, I mean... Let's, let's just throw the Chiefs out because we know how they good they are. We know, yeah, we know how they get down. Um, and Chiefs aren't in. They're not. Well, let's all right. Let's do this. I'll go the Packers. Okay. I'm going to choose the Packers. Okay. Because 
First off, Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind. Let's start there. You hear that, A-Rod? I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing out of his mind. The defense, Jari, Jari Alexander and those guys in the secondary, they look good. Second level of the defense, linebackers look good. Pass rush looks good. I mean, they they have really took this offseason after all the heat that the organization took because they did not take a receiver in the draft. They look really good. Really, really good. And the thing is, and Aaron Rodgers talked about this, uh, I believe, yesterday in his, um, his uh, press conference. And he said that his his relationship with Matt LaFleur. LaFleur. In, the, in this offseason, they, they spent hours and hours uh, on video chat and Zoom on the offseason just hammering out their scheme on offense, what they like, what they don't like, the things that Aaron Rodgers likes to run, the things that he's just like, we should not use this, you know, personnel-wise. And they hammered the entire scheme out. And then, you know, when they're allowed to come back in the facility, they went ahead and installed what they needed to install. But the relationship over the course of coronavirus and things like that, yep. it, it got mended. It got way better. Yep. And that's the difference that this, lead, this year is making is when your head coach and your quarterback are on one mind and one accord, and when you guys are moving as one unit offensively, that's what made the difference this year for the Packers. And let's not forget, they weren't terrible last year. They were still in the NFC Championship game. 13 and 3, man. So in a down year for yeah. Aaron Rodgers. So again, the Packers are leading the NFC right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be between them and the Seahawks. Okay. And before we move off from the Packers, I know you brought up there was a lot of controversy after they didn't choose a receiver. Look what Aaron Rodgers is doing with the receivers on his team. Yeah. Half of them are undrafted or late fourth, fifth rounders. Yep. We had a tight end yesterday who caught three touchdowns, Robert Tony. And yeah, nobody nobody even heard of. Never even heard of. Yeah. Six catches, 98 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. I might got to pick him up in fantasy. Quiet, 27 <laughs> to 33, 327 yards, four touchdowns. Yep. And he does it so effortless. Yep. He's the best at maneuvering the pocket. Literally. Creating outside the pocket is his game. Using all the space on the field to create, move around, and extend the play. Yeah. It's incredible. It is. It's incredible. I'm going to go with the Bills. Okay. I'm going to go with the Bills because I didn't think the Bills would be 4-0 right now. Albeit, they had a pretty easy first two games. Mm -hmm. But their game against the Rams last week. Yeah. Great game. And they managed to pull it out. And yeah. I've seen a lot in Josh Allen that week. And then again, this week, 24-34, 288, three total touchdowns. Josh Allen's balling, man. Again, you know, I talked about this last week on the pod. And I said the Buffalo Bills, year one, year two, year three, they single-handedly built this team from the inside out. And they surrounded Josh with exactly what he needed. Literally. So he got... He got his defense in order, offensive defensive line. Got some receiver and weapons with him. And then you started adding pieces at receiver. Mm-hmm. You started fortifying that running game. Yep. And then you got Brian Dayball putting all the pieces together. Stephon Diggs is just the icing on the cake. And you have multiple receivers on that team that can win in man-to-man coverage. And I don't want to take anything away from what Josh Allen is doing. His progression year to year has been Incredible. That's what I'm saying. Year one, year two, year three. He Incredible. looks great. Incredible. He yeah. looks really good right yeah. now. He's like leading the team, yeah. driving down the field in game time, crunch time situations, making those accurate passes yeah. in between defenders, 
running people over, like we've been saying on the podcast. Yeah, he needs to be careful with that because he just got hurt. So He definitely does need to be careful. I think he was feeling himself a little bit. Yeah. That might wake him up. Yeah, a, a little, little bit. That, 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 might, that might wake him up to him, like, maybe I should get down. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely one to fight. He'll fight for those extra for yards. Sure. For like, sure. I told you, like, once I seen him get a face mask penalty for stiff-arming someone, <laughs> I was like, all right, this guy's a little different. <laughs> Quarterback's getting face mask penalties. This, this guy's a little different. Who was your biggest disappointment this week? Had to be the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> There's no way. At this point, I'm really not even disappointed. It's almost like, yo, this is going to happen. There's there's absolutely no way that you are home and you have a little bit of fans. And you gave up the most rushing yards in franchise history. <laughs> and you lost to the Browns. You lost to the Browns. Who I think are a little bit underrated, by the way. I they, think they're playing solid football. I feel I feel like Kevin Stefanski has them playing very well offensively. Mm-hmm. Their defense gives a point. Um and they've been that way for a little bit. So I feel I feel as though the Cowboys had the clear advantage in this game. Cowboys to me, they don't have any excuses. They're they're really just bad. Their defense is awful. They they had the advantage in this game. They had the matchups they wanted. And then Odell helping. Like, Odell and then the run game happened. Because it wasn't Baker Mayfield. Let's start there. It wasn't. It was not Baker it Mayfield. Wasn't. It was Odell Beckham. And then there was the run game. So, Nick Chubb. <laughs> Nick Chubb. Uh, Who got hurt, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. Destroyed them. Yeah. And then Odell by himself just killed them. OBJ, man. Three, Three touchdowns. touchdowns. <laughs> Three touchdowns, man. Five catches, 81 yards. He had a rushing touchdown. He caught a pass from his receiver. But listen, though. Listen, though. The Cowboys do have three 1,000-yard receivers, though. Hey, there we go. Three 1,000-yard receivers. Wow. That, that's, that's, that's all they needed this offseason, remember? Amari Cooper went off. So did uh, CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, Amari Cooper had 10-plus uh, catches. I want to say he had 12 catches. CeeDee Lamb had two TDs. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all you remember? All offseason, that's all we heard. Oh, man, CeeDee Lamb. The Cowboys got three 1,000-yard receivers. Michael they, Gallup did nothing. They scored 24 points in eight minutes in the fourth quarter. That's still, nice. Still but lost, you lost by 11. Still lost but you by lost. 11. <laughs> still lost I mean, by 11. It took you, it took you a whole two, a half to get that together. I think I my issue with the Cowboys is I don't understand why it seems like they're in the same position every game, every single game, losing big and they have to come back, losing big. And Dak has to throw 50 plus passes a game. Yeah. Losing big. Dak has to try to put the team on his back. He's throwing for 400, 500 yards every game. Zeke is absent. I said it last week. He's a top five running back. I don't know where Zeke is. He's, he's fumbled in back to back weeks. He doesn't, I mean, he's not running hard. He's averaging like 35 yards a game. Like it's, it's not great. It's nasty. <laughs> it's sick over for there. him. For him, as talented as he is, it should not be this hard for him to get going. And, and I, you know what the problem is? They don't want to put him in a rhythm. They pass so much, and that's what I was about to say. Never get in a rhythm. And that's what I was about to say. I think they got away from the game plan that made Zeke 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 is used to getting twenty to they don't twenty-five. Want to run the ball. Yeah, twenty to twenty-five carries a game. And that's how he gets in the rhythm because he's a downhill runner. Exactly. He's a great running back, but he's barely getting any touches. He's getting one or two touches almost per quarter. Yeah. Or, you know, one touch per drive. And he can't get in a rhythm like that. I think he's like, I think his max carries per game this year has been like 14 or something like that. They're down by 100 yeah, in I, the third quarter. I have no idea why you don't 
like Zeke should be your starter point. The offense should start with Zeke. And then when you do that, you open up open, play action. It, there you go. Come on now. It's not even that bad. Yeah. Their offense, super talented. Everybody knows this. Their defense is putrid. Yeah, it's terrible. I know I was saying I should try out for the 49ers last week. I might do the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> you ready to run through week five, man? Let's, let's get it. All right, man. Thursday night game to kick it off. Bucks, Bears. Who you got? Bucks. Bucks? Yep. I think Bucks in a close one, though. Bears defense is pretty solid at home. Yep. Sunday slate. Panthers at Falcons. Panthers. Same. Yeah. Panthers look all right. Yeah. Teddy two Teddy, gloves. I better say Teddy. Teddy's been playing a little bit ball now. Teddy two gloves over there hooping, man. Yeah. He's making it happen. They look good. Bills Titans, albeit if the Titans can play. Bills Titans. We're going to do Bills. I'm going to go Titans that game. So? If they're playing and everyone's healthy, I'm going to go Titans that game. I think Bills get their first loss of the season. And I think Titans, who are actually undefeated still, yep. remain undefeated. Raiders Chiefs. Chiefs. Yep. Pat Mahomes is different. Man. Yeah, exactly. Cardinals Jets. Cardinals. Bye week. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles Steelers. Eagles going to Pittsburgh. I got Philadelphia. I feel like they can rattle two games in a row. Okay. Went on the road last week. Played a tough 49ers team. Going out to Pittsburgh this week. They can pull it out. Okay. Rams at Washington. Rams. Rams. <laughs> we don't have to do this. Bengals at Ravens. Bengals. No. Ravens. Although Joe Mixon had himself a day. Let me tell you, the Bengals are going to win this game. Joe Mixon had himself a day this past week. 25 carries, 151 yards, three total touchdowns. He was booming, but nah. Lamar Jackson, they're getting back in shape. Don't even worry about it. Jags, Texans. Texans. They Texans gotta get one. They gotta get one. They gotta get one. They gotta get one. Yeah. Dolphins 49ers. 49ers. I got 49ers in a close one. I don't think the 49ers look good by any stretch of the means at quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, they miss him badly. Way bad. Badly. The picks that I think it's Mullins. Mullins. Yeah. yeah, the picks that Mullins threw. He's terrible. They were literally straight to, to the, the, the Eagles. It's, it's, you would think he was playing for the Eagles. He was. I was like, yo, wait, wait, what? We could have caught those. Yeah. Like, in all seriousness, those were awful. I would have got a pick six. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Ella. I should have tried out. Right. Exactly. I should have tried. All right. Colts Browns, who you got? Um, Colts. Colts defense is crazy. Yeah. Colts defense is really, They're really great. crazy. Matt Abrams does a great job. And their offense is trash nope yeah. trash yeah yeah, yeah. Philip Rivers <laughs> he ain't cutting it nope I drafted T.Y. Hilton thinking he would flourish they're missing like two receivers yeah I don't think he's caught over three passes in a game nope Giants Cowboys Cowboys yeah Broncos Patriots Patriots easy Vikings Seahawks 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 and a closer one no I think so their defense is Terrible. Seahawks defense? Yes. Vikings terrible defense. Seahawks defense is terrible too. But they're not worse than the Vikings defense. Did you see Dalvin this past week? That's fine. But that Vikings defense is horrible. Let's not brush off Dalvin this fine. 27 <laughs> for 130 and two touchdowns. Don't that's fine, my guy. That's good for him. But their defense is terrible. So is the Seahawks. <laughs> yes, I, I would agree. And, and they're hurt. But one has Russell Wilson, the other one has Kurt Coupon. All right, moving on. 
Chargers Saints Monday night. Chargers. In New Orleans? Yeah. Wow. And I think Michael Thomas comes back too. So I'm gonna take the Saints. Okay. I'm gonna take the Saints. I think their comeback against Detroit, albeit it was Detroit. Five straight touchdowns, five long, good drives, Drew Brees type drives. Yeah. I think those are gonna put them in sort of a rhythm and they're gonna continue that momentum back into the dome. And teams are actually starting to bring fans back into the stadiums mm-hmm. now, yep. especially this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that'll be beneficial for the Saints. I think they pulled that one out. Okay. All right, man. Finals talk. Miami. Look. Stole one. Jimmy with a 40-point triple-double. Beast mode. In game three. He plays so hard, man. Tyler Hero with the Craig look after after he scored with the Craig look. Yo, Tyler Hero. Don't don't grit like that again. <laughs> don't grit like that again. Sorry, I'll this, say Craig. Yo, That's Craig. That's a sick grin. <laughs> It's a sick grin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love Tyler Hero. I, I do too. The <laughs> dog, man. But J- Jimmy makes that team go. Oh, yeah. Before the game, I knew that this would be a very, very good game because mm. Jimmy was just smiling. Yeah. He told Rachel Nichols, he said, we're fine. He mm-hmm. said, as long as we don't beat ourselves, we're fine. He was energetic. He was happy. You heard he what he told healthy. LeBron. He said LeBron said it to him yeah, first. Yeah, first, yeah. And I, I believe in, I also don't believe it because Jimmy likes to talk his trash. No, I think LeBron said it. I can see that. LeBron be getting LeBron get the slick trash talk. Subtle. It's real subtle. Yeah, he get yeah. the slick trash talk. Off. Jimmy just let you know straight up. <laughs> like we seen how he give yeah. it up in practice. <laughs> Yo, you suck. Yo, third string, let's run. Literally. Let's you run. be saying that. Let's run. Yeah, we seen how Jimmy gives it up. But yeah. Jimmy plays, man. Jimmy's yeah. a hooper. Tough, tough minded. I mean, they're again, Miami's a real physically tough, mentally tough team. Um, very well coached. Spoed does a great job with that team. A lot of rookies on that team, by the way, too. Yeah. And they're doing a great job of just making sure they're comfortable in the environment. Like, in the offense, Jimmy, you know, facilitating Andre Iguodala, trying to get the guys together. Like, they're doing a great job in Miami grooming their young talent. Who do you blame for that Lakers loss? Anthony Davis. Same. If Anthony Davis does his job, the Lakers win. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, no, nah, no dispute yeah. for me. LeBron had a great game, yeah. even though it went, you know, under the radar as most LeBron games go. When he still does thirty nine and nine, yeah, which is insane, mm-hmm. by the way. Like it went under the radar because Anthony Davis had a poor game. He did. Anthony Davis balls out. They win the game. Yeah, like we see how hard and what it took from Jimmy Butler for the Heat to win. Forty one point game. triple double took yeah. them to win the game, and they didn't win by that much. They didn't. That and that's not Jimmy's bag. Like no. that's not Jimmy's forte. Like he can do it. Yeah. I don't know if he can sustain it, but I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. One, because he's Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. And if it's one thing about him, he plays hard at all costs. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he he's calls, a He calls uh, five turnovers from LeBron yeah, when he no. guarded him. Yeah. He was hooping. Like, he was hooping. He was defending. What did the Heat need to do to win game four? Uh, so, just this just in, um, Woes just reported that um, Bam Adebayo is playing tonight. Um, but big, big for them. Yeah. If again, when I when we talked about this a couple of weeks before the series started, I said the keys to Miami winning the game is taking Anthony Davis out of the game. If you can get physical with him, get in his head, get it, get him in foul trouble. That's what they. That's did. That's exactly what they That's did. That's really what they did. When you take Anthony Davis out of the equation, it's going to be hard for the Lakers to compete with that because you can't just. Win. I'm sorry, people are going to kill me for this. You can't just win with LeBron. 
You need AD to win. You need it, especially in the finals. You're going to need AD to win. And if, when you take AD out of that equation, you're taking size off the floor, passing, shooting, defense. Like, you're taking all of that off the floor, and you're you're replacing him with probably a smaller guard. So your, your, your lineups are off. Your spacing on the floor is off. Continuity is off. So it's one of those things you need Anthony Davis on the floor. If Miami can take him out of the game, they can win tonight. I agree with that sentiment only because the Lakers are not the greatest shooting team. No. Game one, they shot unbelievably. Yeah. I don't think they'll have a game like that again no. this series. And that doesn't mean they're not going to win the series. I just don't think that they'll make that many threes again. We seen, honestly, what they did last game. I think they were 14 of like 40-something. Yeah. It was something ugly. And if I so, see another person say yeah. Alex Caruso, please stop. The white mom. <laughs> no, the bald mom. They call him bald mom. Even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> He's nothing. He's mamba. nothing. He's, he's nothing. Not, he's mamba. Not white mamba. He's not bald mamba. He's not headband mamba. He's nothing mamba, man. He's Alex. <laughs> he is Alex. Alexander. <laughs> Alexander Caruso. That's who he is. But Please. yeah, I, I just don't think the Lakers can shoot that good again. No. I don't think they'll have a game like they did game one where they're shooting lights out. And albeit, you know, I mean, I love Danny Green. Like, where I is love, Danny Green, by the way? Until he cusses Mohawk, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that every single time, and that's my guy. You know, I'm you know I'm a Tar Heel. You know I'm a Tar Heel, and I love everything about the Tar Heels. Danny Green is my guy, but until he cuts that mohawk, nope, I'm done. I'm I'm no, nah, right. I'm not laughing. What's, what's, I'm, I'm what's, so what's wrong with the mohawk? Get it out of here, bro. He's he's not 17. He's not in high school. Get rid of the mohawk. Grow up. You are Look, a champion. Man. Act like it. He a child because he got a mohawk dog. Yes. <laughs> That's not garbage, man. That mohawk sucks. No, man. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this. I really just need Rondo to continue to ball out like he's been doing. Mm-hmm. I think Rondo's been playing great. Uh yeah, Danny Green been awful. Yeah. Uh, like Contavious Caldwell. He Pope. was supposed to be the shooting. He has been awful. Yeah. I think LeBron's going to get his. That's the thing. LeBron will get his. Yeah, he I don't will. I don't think you can stop LeBron from getting his. No. But if you can stop AD, you definitely have a chance. Exactly. And you take AD out of the equation, it's, it's going to be it's going to be time for it's going to be, you know, throw that ball up. You you're going to find out who's going to win the game when AD's out the game. Do the Heat win another game this series? Yes. I think they get one more. Really? I do. Are they win tonight? No, nah, I think the Lakers win tonight. I don't think they I don't think the Heat get another game this series only because if the Heat don't win tonight, that pressure's on. It's literally win or go home, and I think the Lakers know that too. Teams are ready to get out that bubble. They've been cramped up in that bubble for a long time now, and I feel like LeBron would do everything in his power in game five to close that series out and go home. Yeah, and if you're Bronny, you want the series to go as long <laughs> as possible. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> yo, Bronny. <laughs> We're going to put that countdown on for you. <laughs> Things going to get real interesting after the night yeah. if the Lakers win that game. Yeah. <laughs> I got Lakers in five, man. Okay. Lakers in five for me. You got them in six? Yeah. Okay. We'll take that. Yeah, I think I think Miami has one more in them. Quick taste before you get out of here, man. My dog, Cam. Yo, Cam. How you the only one to get COVID? <laughs> Where were you at? Yo, yo Cam. Who was he at Magic City? Cam. <laughs> 
Cam, I come to you as an avid Cam supporter, <laughs> huge fan. I lobby for you every week on this podcast. What you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? How is it only you? Why? He he had to been doing something. Leave him alone, Cam. Leave him alone. <sighs> You know what? He was probably being mixy out there with Sam Darnold in New York. I said the same thing, bro. He had to have the strippers come through or something. I mean, he in Boston. What else are you going to do? Like Mono boys. <laughs> Yo, nah. We ain't going to confuse Kobe with, 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 with Mono. We ain't nah, doing that. They're the Mono boys, nah, man. Nah. They're the, they the Mono boys. Nah. <laughs> hey, Sam and Cam. Nah. And Iran. <laughs> Nah, I can't let you get that one off. Nah, it, nah. It, it, COVID and, and mono are not the same. Look, man. In all seriousness, Cam, I want you to get well. I want you to get healthy. Yeah. Um, I want you to come back because I feel like honestly, if if they had you yesterday, that that game would have been a lot more interesting. And I think he needs one or two more COVID tests to come back to practice. So mm-hmm. looking forward to the reports this week. Yeah. Along with Cam, the Titans. They have like 19 people. Yeah, like, yo, the whole team. They, yeah, half the organization. What y'all doing yeah. out in Nashville? Nasty. Y'all wild. Y'all nasty. <laughs> nasty Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. They had to cancel that yeah. game against the Steelers. Um, I don't think they're practicing now. The facility can only open up. Yeah. At the earliest, I think it will open up Thursday. And that's only if they test negative yeah. today and tomorrow. So I think the league is still investigating with mm-hmm. them to see, you know, what, what violation. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> Did anything get violated? Like how how did this happen? There was nobody on any other team that got it. The Vikings didn't get it. This, so this was like a Marlins case almost. Yeah, how the Marlins got how it the whole team basically got it. Like like nineteen people in the organization yeah. got it. And it's like how did that happen? Yeah. So the league is looking into that. And um, yeah, like I said, if if they get a couple more negative tests, they should be fine to go on Sunday. You think they? I was gonna say, do you think they play on Sunday? Yeah. They have a big game against the Bills. I don't know if they pull it off. I don't know if they can get everybody cleared in time. No, I mean, you're not pra- you haven't practiced in a week. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah you haven't practiced in a week. I don't so think So that's why I went to- at the earliest I think the facility is going to open at the earliest. Friday. Yeah, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. So you're only going to have basically one, one day. day and it's a walkthrough day. So Yeah, so yeah. And your Sunday Saturday's your travel day, so Well, no, they're they're home. Oh, they're home. Okay. They're home. They're well, home. Well, still the Friday bill- Friday's still your walkthrough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and the bill- the Bills are coming in. The Bills are hot. Mm-hmm. 4-0. Yeah, I think the Bills still going to take that game, so We'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I think the Titans will take the game if they can get some practice in. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Speaking of baseball and the Marlins, not the Marlins so, so much, MLB playoffs in full swing, man. They're, they're kicking off right now. Yankees look good. I'm a Red Sox fan. We suck, so not, not much for me about it. But Seattle Storm and the Las Vegas Aces, WNBA basketball championship right now. Sue Bird. Yeah, and Brianna Stewart. Brianna Stewart. Hooping. Yeah. And before we get out of here, a, a great honorable mention with COVID. You're president. All right. We about to cancel this show. <laughs> <laughs> we about to cancel this show. <laughs> like Beat it in three days. Do you think you really had it? This man is too old to be anything in three days. Three days. You can't even beat the cold in three days. This man. He can't beat the hiccups in three this days. This man walked to the White House. Took his mask off. And yeah. that White House staff already has COVID. <laughs> Bro, what are you doing? Yo, the funniest thing is in his pressers, on all the videos, he looks like he's dying <laughs> up there. 
Man, I'm fine. Like, yo, you you holding up, you holding in the crazy yeah. sneeze right now. <laughs> you about to lose it. Your eyes are gonna fall out. You can't do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't get why people are rushing back from COVID. Like, take your time, get healthy. You know, I know, you, I know, you're in the middle of an election. Lord, please vote. Please yeah, vote. Please yeah. vote. And we're gonna we're gonna end it with that. Yeah, I want vote. I want everybody to vote. If you have COVID, please don't think you beat it in three days. Please do not drink bleach or try to inject yourself with bleach oh either. Oh, my goodness. Please do not. <laughs> Shout out to everyone who listens to this podcast. Shout out to the essential workers. Shout out to all those still pushing for change. And we want y'all to keep listening to this podcast. And please, please vote. And as always, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives will forever matter. They always have mattered. All right, guys. So, <laughs> subscribe, like, share, review Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Let's get these ratings up, subscriptions up, reviews up. We're here for you. Support your boys. And as always, I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. Deuces. Yo.